Oh, shit, tape heads. It is that time once again to make us a mixtape. I'm your host, Marty DeRosa. I am your other host, Paul Farvar. And we are back once again with one of our patented traditional episodes. You saw we have a guest this week. We'll get to him in just a second. But before we do that, we want to thank all the tape heads, old and new, for checking out the podcast. Yes. If you are brand new, please head over to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. We appreciate it. It helps uh, with the algorithms, yes. Paul. So more people will get this in their ears. I just learned I've been saying algorithm wrong this whole time. I always said a logarithm. Well, that's, yeah, that's big time For wrong. somebody as smart, as the is. smart guy on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm more of the, the man of the people of the podcast. <laughs> You're the man of the people, music expert. School of, the, the yeah. school of hard knocks, you know. Uh, Paul over here, he's more of a more Educated. Ivy League. Yeah, Ivy League. Yeah. Uh, all private school. Yeah, schooling. He's, he's Vampire Weekend. I'm... I'm uh, Green Day. Uh, well, no, I was going to go with Guns N' Roses, uh, <laughs> but that's cool. Um, Paul Marty makes at gmail.com. Uh, we are behind on the viewer and listener mail, and we will uh, we will get back to you on that. We're going to do a, a review. I know a lot of things were said in the last podcast. People have other mixtapes they want to send us. We're going to talk about those if you sent us here. Keep sending us your mixtape themes, whatever, things, ideas for shows that we should have coming up. We are interviewing our friends again, thankfully, because... Uh, we're almost done with this whole, um, what is it called? A uh, global pandemic. pandemic? Yeah. yeah. Um, a but, fucking uh, nightmare. A nightmare. A change in, uh, it's a pause, if you will. But uh, paulmartymakes at gmail.com. Please, please send us stuff. Review us. All that good stuff. We really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we maybe next year we will be one of the greatest podcasts. We'll do, and we'll be uh, interviewing Leader. people at Lollapalooza with our yes. gold badge that gets us like anywhere, any access. This is anything. how much of a rookie you are. They're not gold. The you know what I, mean? are, I meant like gold tier. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't all access. That, you don't all access. Know Fine, all access. All access. How dare you? All access. Yes, we will be at Pitchfork. I want to be in the in the tent where only uh, Perry Farrell's DJing, and it's only his very close friends. You know, it's funny. I had backstage at Lala uh, a few years back, as I always do, and uh, I was in a room just alone with Perry yeah. Farrell, and I told him I was at the very first one. He was like, wasn't it great? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. cool. That was my two seconds with very Perry Very cool. Farrell. No big deal. All right. But we've, we've spoken enough. Yes. We have a, a, a guest, a, a dear friend of ours from you know, the old real days. Real quick, do you know what would be the funniest bit? And Tristan, you'll you'll like this. If one episode, we gotta just decide to like keep going as long as we can before we bring in <laughs> and try to go like the whole episode. See if they can, and they then figure finally it out. just be like, "Sorry, Tristan, we get through out of time, but we'll be right back." Uh, Tristan tripped out. Wonderful comedian. Yes, uh, and uh, quite a list. This is one of those where I was like, "Ooh, baby!" All over the place. Kind of all like, over the kind of like you, Tristan. Uh, <laughs> How would you sort of describe this uh, this mix to us before we get uh, well, get into it? It was it was way more difficult than I thought, you know. So what I, songs didn't make the list? Oh well, like well, bands and stuff. Yeah. Definitely, Bad Religion didn't make the nice. list. I wanted to put them on there. I'd say anything by them. I, okay. I like the stuff that's like Recipe for Hate and Before, personally. Okay, okay. Recipe for Hate. Is yeah. that what album was that 21st digital? Oh, that's the name of the album. That was the one boy. after Recipe for Hate. Okay. Just for those that didn't know, that's the name of an album, not that yeah. you hate. No, no. <laughs> just, I didn't know what you were talking about. I'm like, what the but fuck just, is that? I just tend to like their older stuff a little bit gotcha. better. Yeah. You know? I, I like, never got into bad I like uh, Glenn Danzig Misfits. Yeah. A lot. And, like, for sure. I couldn't pick out a song. You know, like I want to do hybrid moments, and then I didn't want to be too like. Yeah. Some and then of those I didn't want to do Last Crest. I know. I was going to do American Nightmare. Do you I know? Decide. What did they do? They do. Because I saw Metallica, a video of Metallica doing Last Caress. Yeah, I heard that. And uh, interest, I, I do like when Metallica plays. I Have they done a whole album of Misfit songs? 
I don't know if they've done a whole album of them. They, they've definitely done that one cover. Yeah. But it seems like a lot of those, like, metal bands, like, yeah. started in punk. Like, Slayer yeah. did a whole album of punk Absolutely. Covers. I think uh, we were talking about uh, Henry Rollins before this. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, obviously, they're not the same person. Glenn Dancing and Henry Rollins, as a, as people, are, are very obviously different. Obviously, they're not the same um, people. <laughs> but kind of the same thing of, like, they went solo, and it was kind of like they were in charge, and they had all the shots to yeah. call. And it was kind of like, that's the music, huh? Well, okay. Interesting. Yeah, like, they didn't... I think some people just got to be with certain people, yeah. you know? Like, if you're not with the right guitarist or the right drummer... Yeah. My, you know? my girlfriend thinks that... Uh, Ricky Gervais and Steven Merchant work together on The Office. Yeah. And and uh and on extras. And then when they're not working together, she's like, you could tell like Ricky Gervais doesn't have like the humanity that he had with Steven uh, Merchant. With Steven mm. Merchant. And I think that's the same with a lot of bands where it's like, I know you want to go be solo and shit, but it's like that band is what made you so good. Yeah. You know, and it's not just to show you like you get caught up in the hype. Like I had read an interview with uh Ryan Seacrest. Mm-hmm. And when he first got idle, he's like, all these people come to you and they're suggesting. He's like, I was I was frosting my eyelashes. Yeah. He's like, they talked me into that. Oh, okay, okay. And so it's like, you know, sometimes I think you just get caught up in sure. everything and then you take their, sure. you know, the wrong suggestions or whatever. And, and going back to your analogy with Ricky Gervais and Steve Merchant, um, I totally agree with you because yeah. the stuff that they did on their own, yeah. you you see that. Hey, ladies, Steve Merchant did, which I fucking love. It's mm-hmm. such a great show, and uh, that that dynamic is so important in bands too. Yeah, and and we talked about it with yeah. with Smashing Pumpkins. Like, has Billy Corgan ever? Sure, really captured it without. James I mean, Seha? I'm I sure, know. and I heard in interviews like David Lee Roth was like, "Once I get out of this band, I'm going to do what I want to do, and it's going to be awesome." And then it's like. Oh no, yeah. that's what you wanted well, to David do. Well, David Lee Roth's solo stuff did really well. I know, commercially, but, but like yeah. you look at it and you're like, you wanted to leave Van Halen to do like but cover he knew, songs. Like, the of right old... amount of wacky. You yeah. Know? Like he yeah. didn't, yeah. like he overdid a little, but not like to where people were like over turned the top. off. Yeah. yeah. So this is quite a list here. Uh, what what did you sort of. Uh, when First you, of all, wait, before yeah, you do this, we got to ask the old question. Yeah. Oh, did you used to make mixtapes? Oh yeah, of course. What what was the reasons for your uh, and what era was like your peak mixtape? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I would say junior high to like maybe sophomore. What year, year would that have been? It's like six to like. No, no. What what year? What were like you doing? Two thousand. Oh what? shit! I don't even know. Well, I graduated in ninety nine. Okay, so. so there you go. He's like all right. So, <laughs> but yeah, like I did the whole like you know your. Your so your food. Napster, your burning CDs. Oh, I never did. I never. I, I would get from the library and stuff oh, like that, okay. but I never went on Napster or anything. Because like it was that. wrong, right? No, because I didn't do it. Like, so <laughs> you're 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 going to the library, renting what CDs and making tapes, or copying the CDs to your computer? Yeah, it's burning the CDs. Burning CDs. CDs. Okay. Yeah, there's. I think that's this. That was the safe way to do it. Um, I, and the ethical way. And the I, ethical way. I have friends that have like like my one friend. He gave me. Like a terabyte of music yeah. that you ripped from the library. Yeah, like that's insane. Well, who were you making them? Were you the tastemaker in your friends, or were you like kind of like following uh, other people? I'd make them for friends, but I think they tended to be like friends of the female nature, like yeah. not okay. like girlfriends, but yeah. like oh hey, girls Jenny. that you're trying to in- impress and be yeah, like, hey, whatever, look at I know, I, I know. Do you, I was there any of that of like, if I give them this, they're gonna see some of these bands and they're gonna be like, whoa. I had no idea that you were this, like, that you knew this many cool bands or whatever. Was there any of that? No. You know what? I honestly thought that there would be like, oh, I've never heard of these guys, and yeah. they're awesome. Oh, you oh, wanted cool. to be the influencer. Yeah. And then maybe that would lead to 
petting. Yeah, but it wasn't anything <laughs> crazy. It was like Nirvana. Could, it, yeah. it could, it, like, could a good band get you out of the friend zone? That's like the, that's it, the you question. wonder if, the you, question found, of the if day. you found something. And when you would make a mixtape, what was kind of your strategy? Because I've talked about on the podcast where I like to start with a, a real fast banger and, yeah. and you're off to the races. I like to start off strong. Yeah. And then I won't put the quiet songs like in the middle. Like, let's say I made mm-hmm. five songs. I do like three and four maybe yeah. softer. Okay. Like, and then go back up. And then go back yeah, up. Yeah, that's the way to do it. And then you got to end. You got to end hard, you yes. know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and we all agree, ending hard. The question is, do you start soft and go hard? Marty says, I, will, I you did this no. the perfect way. This is this is my perfect uh, defense in court of why you start with a, a just a, a, a hot banger, and we'll do that and we'll talk about it a little bit. This is Black Flag with Nervous Breakdown. Now this is just peak Black Flag. Like if anyone says like Black Flag, this is on my like short list of like three oh, yeah. songs or something that you get a perfect idea of what Black Flag is, what the music is all about. I assume people either love it or they're like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. I I love it. Uh, talk about your sort of relationship so, with Black Flag. Like uh, full disclosure, I didn't have the Nervous Breakdown EP. I had the first four years, mm-hmm. which is the compilation yeah. of like their first four years. And I was so dumb. Like I was so dumb when I was little. I didn't get it. And like I'd go to the record store and I had tapes and mm-hmm. I had Black Flag tapes. I definitely had Damaged. Mm-hmm. And I had two or three more. But I thought when you went to like the record store yeah. and you saw three Black Flag, that was their catalog. Yeah. So you could just buy up the entire thing, you yep. know? And so then when I went to CDs, I went to like restock my Black Flag and the first four years was in there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, they came out with a new album, you know? <laughs> and I took it home and I threw it in and that's the first track. And it's just like... I already had this. <laughs> no, no. I didn't have this. But, oh, I, but I had like regular music that I would listen to and stuff. But this was the first time that I ever like really like understood yeah what he was like i was like i get this was it was it one of those things because this is always interesting when you get into like punk or whatever where it's like you have your like a couple punk albums but then you also have your old stuff that you listen to and it was like very weird where you're just like can i even put can i even put like a black flag cd next to you know a freaking uh oasis cd like is is that okay is that is that you know I never got into Black Flag, so I, I, I'm. This is all news to me. But like, how did you? How did you? What get do you it? think when when who like Black Flag equivalent? What have you heard? Like, are they high up? Are they? They're low? like they're like more aggressive punk to me. Like okay. when the punkest I would get would be like the Clash. So what do you younger. think when you hear this song? I, I, I this song wasn't really one of my favorites on Tristan's that is like, podcast. But crazy. Here's, here's the list. thing: is that like like. They were they were such like a put together band, you know. Like everybody knows that logo, yeah. whether you listen to yeah, right. Everybody knows the name. Mm-hmm. You know, you might not be able to pick them out when they come on the radio, but like you know that flag, you know yep. that name. Yep. And like it was like a really interesting thing to kind of see happen for like a band like you're saying of that caliber. You yeah, know? They, I knew who they were. Like, how did you how did you hear about Black Flag? Like, because you know, I, I think like first, the logo. Yeah. I think you were you as a kid. You see like. 
for me, it was like skateboarding was, culture and it stuff. It was easy to draw yeah. on your notebook. And you're like, you know? what is this? What is this logo? And then finally, you see like a sticker at the at the skate shop or whatever, and it says like Black Flag, or you're reading a magazine or whatever. And then you're like, oh, and then you listen and you go, oh yeah, this makes sense. So when when I was skating, because I also skated, were you a skater too, Tristan? No, I was a poser. I was a poser. But the the stuff that I got into from skating was like the suicidal tendencies and sure. like the butthole sure. surfers and oh, shit sure. like that. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I I remember Black Flag, but I never knew. I, I remember the logo, like you guys said, but maybe I'm just a little old school. But where I grew up, they weren't like very popular. I I felt like I had to learn about this band because all the like kids in school yeah. that I was like, what? Okay, they're all fucking rocking these Black Flag. Shirts I think it's just where it's where well, you grew up. Like here, where I grew up, this wasn't this wasn't a thing. Here's the thing, and this is controversial. Like, I don't want to I don't want to shock you. Go for it. This is a very but, controversial like, podcast. That the, the Nervous Breakdown EP, those mm-hmm. four songs with Keith Morris. It's the guy from the Circle Jerks. Uh, I think that's a perfect punk rock album, and it's yeah. only like six minutes long. Yeah, and it's perfect. I think it should be the model for a class. And I'll be honest about this: I think Keith Morris' Black Flag is better than the Circle Jerks and better than Rollins' Black Flag. Interesting. Yeah, that's my opinion. Interesting. See, that's and that's the thing. Like the Black Flag that I know of, yeah. I always just assume it was it was Rollins. Rollins. Yeah. But it was like a whole different thing when he got yeah. on there, you know? It wasn't so he was like later. An animal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it got real aggressive. It's <laughs> like, let's see him uh, punch a guy at a show. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, I, I, when I hear his, like, uh, his, uh, uh, get in the van, I used to have, like, the CD of get in the van of, of Henry Rollins doing the, uh, audiobook for his, like, I don't know, his story of joining Black Flag or whatever. And there were just times where I'm just like, none of this sounds fun. Like, wow. <laughs> this sounds He's like such torture. an intense. Yeah. person yeah. that you're like what is it how much of that is real but um, i think he's really like that yeah, angry. yeah. i think he's an angry you don't think person. he leans into it a little bit now i mean he he's gotta be like 50s no now. no no like what what tristan's talking about we were talking in about before we started yeah, yeah. recording uh watch when he's in black flag these interviews how would you describe they're just so like did you see the one where he like cornered that like young guy yeah, and like, he's like there's a if you do like henry rollins interview black flag on youtube there's a this kid looks like he just loves music and he's like gonna put it in his like high school paper and he's interviewing henry rollins and rollins is being such a giant piece of shit to him really yeah and and um why because he's just being aggressive angry. and angry, and and I don't know if he thought that's what the role he should have played I at the think, time or whatever. I think when you talk to Rollins, he's got like an idea in his head of, of how it should go, and yeah. if it doesn't go that way, he's just like not into it. Yeah, it was weird hearing because like I loved hearing about Black Flag; those were very interesting. But when he was talking about like doing these like music festivals with the Rollins band, I was just like, it just I feel like people have to see you because you were in Black Flag and you're on these festivals of like. If I was, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of, of, of the Rollins band. So if I was at one of these music festivals and you were just getting like, you know, like I'm, I might be wrong with the bands, but whatever. But it's like you get like Blur and Oasis and this because they played mostly in Europe. Yeah, they were right. bigger. And then it's like and then the Rollins band. I'm like, I'm going to get some beers, I think. You know, yeah, what they I mean? put Rollins band. His what was the other band he was in? Was it just well, he Rollins, was in Black, Black Flag, Flag and, and Rollins, Rollins band, band. And then I thought he did another side project. But anyway, I remember he was at festivals and I yeah. was like, I can't get he into was this. he like Rollins band was like Lollapalooza, early Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza right. uh, and I, I think a lot of it was just kind of like. You know, because I think the, one of the only Rollins band songs that I can remember was on the uh, Crow soundtrack, Ghost Rider. And it was like. Well, there was that one festival, and I think he did Liar. I'm not sure, but I just remember he's out yeah. on the stage and it's raining. Yeah. And he's got no shirt. He's got a giant sun tattoo. It's Woodstock, tattoo. right? Yeah, I think it was, one, yeah, I think it was Woodstock, Woodstock 94. And he's just like, Argh. Yeah, Woodstock <laughs> 94. And it was another one of those where I think. 
And maybe they were like, well, it's like Black Flag, but it's not as dangerous, so it's, yeah. it's okay. Where did where did you grow up, Tristan? You were in Lake Zurich. Yeah, or Lake Zurich. Uh, Lake Zurich. So it's Lake County, Illinois. Okay, so that so were you were there. Was Black Flag like what most people listen to, or was it? I, I'm no. not being. No. I don't know. It's just your like, I listened group of to like Black Flag. I liked The Descendants when I was growing okay. up. Yeah. I mentioned Bad Religion. You know. Do you see that Descendants documentary? No, I haven't. It's fantastic. So I, that's why I'm trying to ask because like Marty grew up in Indiana, so like there's all kinds of. If you liked Black Flag when I was in high school, you were picked on. Okay. That's, or like a freak, you're a freak or something. So was that was that similar to your experience or no? no. It's just Nobody like you guys really were like tough, punks, you know, like, Lake Zurich tough. Yeah, it's no. big deal. yeah. In Oak Brook, the ninety-three people, ninety-six to Indiana. If you're rocking Black Flag, I think. Well, punk was starting to get a little popular, but I'm like ninety-three, like when I was young, like in, in like ninety-two. I could. It was like a skate, like you know, oh, you're a skater. It was like that was. Yeah. it just wasn't okay. But no, it was weird because like I didn't see a lot of the bigger acts because I would go to like the local shows and stuff. What like were that. the local? Where were yeah, you seeing music? You know who I love and I love to this day, Apocalypse Hoboken. Okay. Apocalypse Hoboken. Where were they playing? They were on. What's the venue? Fireside. There? Oh, fire! Oh, you meant Chicago? Yeah. You guys were coming to Chicago. Was there any like, any weird venue by your house? That, there was, like, but it was always like at. a forest preserve, or it was like a. Like, yeah. you know, like the Barrington, shows, yeah. whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah, Barrington yeah. had but You know some what's venues. crazy is you guys were talking earlier, and I went to a show, and it was it was in like a gazebo or something, and it was Apocalypse Hoboken and Assorted Jelly Beans. I think the Vandals were there. Yeah. And the Suicide Machines. That's wild. Yeah, so, and it paid like 10 bucks to get it. Yeah, in. I don't That's know wild. any of these bands. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the Suicide Machines at the Fireside. I think I've talked about it on the podcast. They were like, they were uh, opening band and like murdered. To where yeah. you're like, can we have a show after this? Well, Fireside like had that, like you know, in comedy, I prefer like a real high stage. Yeah. But like Fireside had that super yeah. low stage, and those yeah. guys would just kill it. Because you couldn't go high because the roof, the ceiling yeah, was so ceiling. low. Yeah. Which is you want a fun. high ceiling in comedy? Stage. Stage. Oh, I he likes you. that yeah, yeah. that power of being. Yeah, on I like stage. to I like to look down. People. <laughs> but performing. Um, yeah, at those places, because the ceiling was, it was just a bowling alley. Yeah, I know. I've been to so Fireside. And they, they, they used to have the huge shows. shows. Their shows yeah. are huge. They sometimes. had the uh, all-ages shows at like yeah. 6 p.m. on Sundays or, or every day for that matter. But One of the, uh, your next band on here is one of those bands that I I felt like, I was like, should I have liked this band? Should I have invested more <laughs> into this band? It felt like a band that I'm, I'm sure I bought one of their CDs and I was like, I don't know if I'm into this, but I keep, I'll hear songs and I'll be like, so interesting uh, it's Ween. The song we're gonna play is called "Falling Out." Uh, but Ween to me is a band who, if like you give me like five of their songs, I'll be like, "This all sounds so completely different." Yeah. Uh, when did you, all get, over the when place. did you get into Ween? I got into Ween. Uh, I would say like I don't know, I was maybe like nineteen or okay. something like that. And somebody had a had a dat recording of a show. Wow! And they played it, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" You know, I couldn't even understand yeah. what I was listening to. They're all over the place. I yeah. feel like well, let's let's play a little bit of "Falling Out." Falling out. So I love this, and this is kind yeah. of like 
like kind of an alt country vibe to it, like yeah. a, or Americana or whatever you want to call it. Like they, yeah. I could see this on a on a. And it's it's weird because it's not off the country album. It's yeah. off of a different. It's off. That's of what it. I was saying. They have their country album. They, they but then they have the like place, your push yeah. the little daisies, and you're like, what is like who, what is this is, band? That's like their big song. Yeah. And I, I don't want to be that guy, but it's honestly like their shittiest. Song. It's the, we we talk about that where a band gets famous for a song, and it's like it's nothing. Oh, like the rest we of their don't stuff. have any other songs like that. And yeah. then everyone's like, well, you better fucking get in a recording studio because we I, want uh, more push the little daisies. Yeah, that that was a big problem in the '90s where people would get these albums, and then they'd like the one song that mtv was playing or whatever and yeah like, this doesn't i i i sent you a text during the quarantine of uh queens silent lucidity yeah I, I did a i thought i'd get more love when i threw that out there and no one fucking it but that was a thing with ween what i will say about all their stuff because they are all over the place yeah. but they have this melodic feel yeah wherever you are and whatever Whatever style, I mean, like they're not my cup of tea, but yeah. I will always listen and to them. And you know they're like on. really good and musicians. They're really good, and they have these catchy little riffs yeah. or whatever. You're like, I gotta listen to this. But like the thing is, is even like the really like sad stuff or their noise rock kind of stuff, it's got this like comfort to it. Like there's something about it that's, that's a not good like off putting, you know? Yeah, it's a, the melodies are just so even the soft stuff, or the harder stuff, it's all like it's easy to listen to. But they are one of those bands where I would say you got to get like get like a ground floor album. You yeah, know? you got to get it on the right one. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a little too again. Weird. This is you're at Borders in '99, yeah. and you're like, what do I get with Ween? That's where you like need somebody to be like, no, 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 don't get that. Get this one. You need and to be you need to be directed if you're a Ween, yeah. if you're getting into Ween. Yeah, yeah it was so funny because you had you, you had. Uh, two bands right in the middle that, that for me were just kind of like those bands where they were like challenging where I was just like, I know I'm supposed to like these. I've heard a couple songs I dig, but overall there's just something in me. Isn't like, let's go full deep dive into this band. I'm like that with some big band, like rush, like yeah. rush has Same. everything Same. I should like. Yep. Weird vocals, great bass. Yeah. I just can't do it. I don't know what I think maybe they're too long. Interesting. Or you and Marty. I just I love, can't get I into love them, Rush. Man. I can't get into them. But that's and the I get thing. it. Their fans are pretty diehard. So there yeah. must be yeah. something about You should about watch them. the documentary on Rush. It's phenomenal. Even if you're not a Rush fan, it just explains. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. But, but there everybody has that block on bands yeah. where I'm just like, you're supposed to like them. Like you said, Ever, all the ingredients are there, and everybody's probably like, "You don't like brush." Like, See, oh. that's why I picked that song. It's very straightforward. Yeah, it's great, and like you know what you're getting, and it's it's understandable. You know, but you're it's a like, ween guy. You but like I'm a ween guy. Yeah. 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 No, it's it was interesting. Like like I said, they have they have so many songs that to me just feel like different bands. Like the lead singer quit and joined another band or whatever, yeah. and, and I totally would understand. I've heard they'll take like albums. And like deconstruct and reconstruct, but I don't know enough about music. But like White Pepper is very Beatles esque, I would say. Yeah, know? I feel like they, it sounds, from what I can gather with Ween, it seems like whenever they go into the studio, there's like a, like not a concept album idea, but there is like this idea of like, we're going to make a country album or we're going to make right. like a, this kind of album or whatever. They seem like they don't mind like fucking around no. and, and changing styles and and they get in that category. Sometimes they get categorized as like a jam band, but yeah, I don't know if I feel. I that. don't. I don't yeah. see them as. Jam. It's just I do they see play their long shows. They play yeah. like three hour shows. They have like a psychedelic feel to me. Whenever I think of them, I'm like, I feel like there's like drugs involved. And no? I. Am I like I when people have a little bit of fun with it, you know. Yeah, like, that's probably why. I think more like, like flaming lips is butthole surfers or something where it's just like so weird, and you're like, yeah. I'm trying to get into this, and I heard the one song on the radio, you know what I mean? Yeah, and right. You're like, let's get into this more, and I'll just like, I'm like most of these bands, like I would say like Ween, 
Butthole Surfers and a couple other ones are like, those would be like buys at a UCD store. You're like, all right, they got some ween here. Let's check it out. That's two bucks. And then I, I it's, like, eh, it's like six ninety nine. Yeah. You get it home and you're like, I can't, I just can't get into nah, this at I all. But this song was great. Like had, had somebody back in the I day like was song. like, check this song out. This is another band that I kind of have like flirted with, uh, which is your next band, which is a great Chicago band. Based. Uh, yeah, the Jesus Lizard uh, with Boilermaker. Let's play a little of this and we'll talk more to Tristan. Damn, I almost hit that button so smoothly. Now I'm listening for weird voices because you'd mentioned you're like, I like weird voices. Yeah. Uh, Paul, do you have any Jesus Lizard stories? Uh, so they were fucking the shit in the 90s in Chicago. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't go anywhere without Jesus Lizard. Being and they were like in the industry, too. And they like put not, us on the map, but not like uber popular, but like uber like respected among and like super music. Yeah. I got David Yao is like. No, and it's just a phenomenal oh, front. I, and I heard he's fucking awesome. He's, I met yeah. him once. Yeah. He's oh great. yeah, you told me that. Those he, shows, those live shows and stuff. Like he, I watch videos of him, and I'm just like, thing. holy I, shit! I, I watch videos, and yeah. I'm like, this guy's great. But like, I didn't get to see them till like nah. the reunion. They did the reunion at Pitchfork. Yeah, those seem like magical shows when you see him like getting crowd surfed all over the yeah. place, and just like really well, good songs. Yeah, they were they were they were one of the bands when uh, when I was. When they were big, I was in bands and I was also getting in the music industry. And I was like, they were always like at the, like when you go to the speech, like Chicago had a music fest, mm. like South by Southwest briefly. Uh, what was they, it called? Um, I was trying to think of the name. Chushan Fest? No, no, I wasn't uh, was, involved. Oh, you weren't the, <laughs> you weren't the chairman? No, I, I, the guy who ran it and I butt heads at the time, but now we're like really good friends. Yeah. Uh, it was like uh, oh, it was Mobfest. Oh, Mobfest! Mob Mob I remember Fest that. Was yes, yes, yes. That was an XRT. Uh, Roger Jansen XRT used to always plug Mobfest. Yeah, it was a great festival. And then you'd go to things, and then there was another Chicago fest too. Uh, but uh, they would they would run these things, and uh, David Yao, all the guys from Urge, Overkill, and uh, all those people were just putting us on the map. And then everyone was coming to Chicago to sign bands. I mean, yeah. the Killers got signed. In Chicago, because they came to the, I think it was Mobfest they got signed, really? or one of the festivals at Chubas. But but, uh, but David Yao and Jesus Lizard were always like the one. Like I remember, whenever you'd go to a, a pitch meeting for bands, you're like, they're like, oh Chicago. They're like, do you know uh, Jesus Lizard? You're like, it's like in the comedy where like if you say you're from Chicago, be like, oh Sebastian. You're like, ah, right, what? Whatever. What? Ha- like, how did they not become bigger? I don't know. I, I think uh, I think at the time. They did actually. They were pretty big. Yeah. So, they no, did. I mean I that, but I mean, I'm talking like they left Touch and Go and went to like a major label. Yeah, that's, that's where it always like, goes. And here's wrong. and I hate to say this, but I feel and I love them. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But David Yao's lyrics are questionable. Oh, and, and I okay. think not in a bad way. Yeah. but Like they just people I think don't respect them. Well, what sometimes. is it? What do you mean? Well, like uh, they're not. So like that song you just played. So he's Boilermaker. like, so he's like, I've calmed down, I've calmed down, but I'm shaking. And then he says something like, "Fly molasses, sticky molasses." You know, and it's just they're like, basic. It's, yeah, it's very, a little. It's he a does little a lot of puns. He obtruse, does a lot of hyperbole, yeah. and yeah. they're really good. But I think some people might not be as receptive. Yeah. I don't to think them. this is like you're. You're not like how, not how you'll hear like you'll hear Billy Corgan be like, oh, "I'm playing these shows, and I'm looking in the crowd, and I'm like, ugh, these are the people I don't want coming to my shows." I think the Jesus Lizard has that. 
you know, that ve- that velvet rope, like, you can't get past this if you're not. Like, it's not that accessible. Like, it's like the guys I went to high school with who who loved, like, Nirvana. Yeah. But didn't know why they loved Nirvana and now are just, like, you know. But that's the thing. Like, they did a 7-inch with Nirvana, you know? Yeah. And, and stuff. And... I feel they're just as good as any other else that should be famous. Like, like they're a great. I just band. think there's like great bands, like like the Afghan Wigs. It's like oh, they're yeah. just great oh, bands yeah. who are just like, it's almost like if you like you're looking at like alcohol. It's like you know the Pumpkins were Budweiser at the at that time, and these bands were like your fancier like you know IPAs or something. No. Yeah, like your fancier IPAs or something, or it's just like you can have that stuff, but this is like more top shelf like rock and roll. I think yeah. I think a lot of things like with Afcab Wigs and maybe to Jesus Lizard to some extent, the the music industry was changing at yeah. the end of the nineties and yeah. aughts where a lot of labels These bands all just, probably got signed to nice record labels and then everything changed and then the labels, labels were like, Ah, oh, you're fucking out of Well here. the labels were making losing all that money yeah. in like ninety nine uh, when but Napster like, came out. Like I feel like if you put it on like a like a timeline or something, like a chart, mm-hmm. like peaks and valleys. Yeah. And so like just weird music, let's say. And so your neutral point would be something real easy, like let's say like Bon Scott, ACDC. Okay. It's like real simple. And then like we were talking about Ween, and I would consider that like a peak. Yeah. But then I would consider the Jesus Lizard like the valley, not because they're depressing, but because it's like uncomfortable a little bit. You're like, yeah. step out of that comfort yeah. zone. Like they're my two favorite bands, Ween and the Jesus Lizard. They, really? The Jesus Lizard is like yeah. quirky. Like Ween got popular off like a quirky song. Yeah, but that's But what there's I mean. no it's Jesus like, Lizard song where everyone's going to get into and then be like, yeah. oh, actually, the band sounds more like What's this. What's the Ween right. song that you push the little oh, daisies yeah, yeah, yeah. and make them come on? Like, yeah, yeah. like this song, I, I, oh, I'm sorry, this song no. I played because uh, it's not my favorite song by them, but I felt it was like the best like representation a, a commu- yeah like you know yeah they they don't have unlike ween you're right like they don't have like melodic catchy little riffs here and there but uh or, or uh, but yeah i i, I but, get like, it Dwayne dennison is solid the guitar player uh and jesus lizard yeah yeah there's just some there's to me there's just like i don't know so many of those bands that i that I, when i hear them i'm just like oh man it's one of those bands of just like you i was supposed like to have like yeah them. i could see you as just or lizard. like or they, they'd come on like 120 minutes and i'm like here we go jesus yeah. lizard i'm ready for this and i would watch it and be like it's just not Doesn't my i think at that time i was leaning more towards like punk music and it just didn't have what i was looking for like i appreciated it but it just didn't have what i was looking do you, for do you remember when they came out with the video for like nine inch nails march of the pigs yeah and then it was just so quick so i was like it's just trent reznor ruins his video shoot you know like just, yeah it's just weird he keeps breaking mics and they just hand him new yeah. mics and stuff he just seems like a dick <laughs> what well, how did you get into jesus lizard like if they're your favorite band like how is high it school that? i've listened to them since high school yeah but how did you get turned on to them friend like, friend you know okay. they had a disc and then i started buying more i think the first one i heard was shot and then uh i bought goat which was their first album and that's really good that's got all the were you like, uh, were, were your group of friends, they were skaters and you weren't the skater? Or like, what was the, no, what did you guys do in high school? We were kind of punk rock, but okay. like, you know, like. <laughs> what were you doing? Were you like hanging out at the, like the, the 7-Eleven eating candy and The shit? Burger King, because oh. you could smoke at the Burger King. Uh, and they huge. And those little red ash, huge. brass ashtrays. I just looked up if those were for sale on eBay. I were wanted they? to see. Yeah, you can get them on eBay. Yeah. I, I, I have been cleaning out my parents' house. So they're moving and uh, I've been selling a lot of ashtrays there are a lot of there's like a high demand for ashtrays. was your dad like an ashtray guy we had them in our house all the time my dad smoked briefly did you have the kind like in a movie if you hit someone over the head with it you'd like knock them out no class ones that were fucking badass like the old school ones like if you see like those documentaries like the challenger yeah if you watch the the, like everyone has those glass like awesome ones that uh 
uh, and, and I know someone, t- one of my friends talked about it on her podcast, so I sent her one. I was like, yeah, I, got I had one. a question. I don't know if any of you guys can answer. So I'm sorry, Tristan. Right. Like back in the like in the 80s, when you could smoke anywhere, uh, did grow. I mean, I know grocery stores always had like the ashtray with like the sand at the be oh, when you yeah. walked when in. When you walked in, did they have like? I mean, you couldn't use smoke Not inside? at a grocery store back in the day. Oh, maybe like because I'm wondering time. if you're like a kid or you're just like, yeah, I fucking, I just, I, I like sweep up so many cigarette butts. I mean, because if I, I'm at a grocery store, I'm not gonna just like. Oh, I, I'm, I'm done. guessing. Just toss it on the ground. Yeah, and stuff. I'm guessing at like Walgreens so in the weird. '70s, they did. Right? Yeah. yeah. What were you gonna, gonna say? say? I'm sorry. Before I, cut I was you gonna off. go back anyway. I'm sorry, but like I was gonna say, like I had read an interview with David Yao, and he said that like his voice is like his instrument type of thing, mm-hmm. and so he was saying that as long as he can hit the notes and everything, it yeah. doesn't matter what the words mean. Yeah. Like some of it does it's have like the blues traveler song. Yeah. It doesn't hook, matter maybe. what I say. I just play the fucking. It's the hook. Yeah. But he, they don't have hooks. That's the thing to me. I don't think Jesus has like going back to what you said about Ween. It's like they have these melodic hooks, and then Jesus Lizard doesn't. But yet they've they're like yeah. this punk icon band, as they should be. They're really talented. But maybe if they smoked a little more cigarettes, if they smoked a little more, I just was talking. Now, now to... this is a cool thing about a mix that you did. Uh, you took like a real left turn because we go from the Jesus Lizard to Linda Ronstadt. Yes, interesting move. Thank you. Um, what what what's your? Uh, well, let's play a little of this song yeah, yeah, before yeah. we talk about it because I, this is a you're no good. Let's around it. Paul, this is a good playing alone in a bar song on a Sunday Jukebox. afternoon. Yeah. This song, dude. This is like so good. All right. Here's the thing. We played 20 seconds of that as far as yeah. you're concerned legally. Yeah. Uh, and you go right into the fucking Man. chorus and hook. This is like, like new songs. Right away. How new songs have to do Everyone that. Everyone waits till the third verse to like, and she, first verse. She's, like, she's yeah. already and fucking. And she holds it. It goes yeah. higher. She's amazing. Uh, well, first of all, what's your con- what's your connection to this song? or, or Linda So Lanson? when I was young we would go to the babysitter and like my dad would bring us back and it was always WGN. But in the mornings it was always the oldies stations. Okay. And I would hear the songs all the time and I loved them and I didn't know who did them. And then like, you know, a year. Who was the driver? Your dad was driving or something? uh, My mom was driving. Okay. But like I found out it was Linda Ronstadt. I saw a documentary on her and it just like blew my mind how good she is. Oh, the new, the recent documentary. Oh yeah. It was a great documentary about her and her life. Man, you forget how instrumental she was yeah. in music. Her name at that comes time. up so often. It's so wild. In the music even the, world. Even the, uh, the country documentary, she comes up in there a lot. She oh. went country yeah. for a while. She oh. went uh, Spanish. The Ken stuff. Burns. She, Ken she Burns. did opera. Yeah, she did opera. She did everything. Would you Would you say, this is crazy, but would you say that she's kind of like the female Freddie Mercury? Uh, goes? I think she's probably a bigger icon in a lot of ways because at the time... There wasn't anything like her. Yeah, it was yeah. unbelievable. And if you watch that documentary, song, she doesn't write them, but yeah. she just kills them. Yeah. Uh, she, she, yeah. I, I, I mean, think she, she collabed on. She a collabed on a couple. She had a guy who wrote a lot of stuff. If, if you haven't watched that documentary, you should a hundred percent watch. I was. It. It's I will. Fucking I, amazing. If you don't even, if you don't, if you don't know any of her even songs, if, you can watch that documentary or the Ken Burns country doc. She comes off like such a superstar. I had no idea she was like this big of a so, star. So, so. 
to give you an idea, I mean, this is before our time. Uh, even you, Marty, who's even the oldest one time? sitting here. Oh, well, you're older than me by a lot. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but at the time, if you took Taylor Swift and Madonna and combined them, that's how big she was. Yeah, I can and, believe that. And people will say, like, she, whatever she did, there wasn't like 24-hour news or whatever, yeah. but she was in the news all the time. She dated Jerry Brown, who was like this huge up-and-coming, who now we know him as like this old man, but like yeah. he was like this young yeah, hipster governor, liberal yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. But she also, uh, you know, was instrumental in finding the Eagles. She yeah. Was their they backing all played band. together. Yeah. And she was so big that like she would be like, Oh, that was the other thing. Reinvent In the herself. Eagles documentary, she comes. I, I watched all these documentaries together, and uh, they're all mentioning her. And I'm like, she's that big of a star. Wow. I knew she was a big star, but I had no idea she was that big of a star. And, and I went back before the documentary. They did a special on her when she couldn't sing anymore. They they at one of the Grammys they did a they did a nod to her a couple of years ago where they did When Will I Be Loved where uh, I think Dolly Parton, Sheryl Crow, uh, and uh, I forgot the other woman's name all sang a verse. And it was such, I was like, this is the greatest song ever. And I went back and downloaded it. And now it's one of the most, play, When Will I Be Loved is one of the most played songs on my phone. Oh, like wow. you go to the, you don't, do you ever go to your top 25 played on uh, on your iPhone? No. Go do that. It's interesting to see what's popping. And it goes back to when you first had iTunes. It goes what? back. To, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, this is a good one. I, I, this, I agree. It's fun too when you think back to like, as a kid, you were like, oh, I guess I had good taste. Because like your parents do, they play just kind of like the whatever, the top 40 station. Yeah, yeah. But as a kid, you're just like, this song, whether it's like this song or, or something else like back in the day, you're like, this song's better than that other songs that they've played. Like, you know, that's kind of yeah. cool when you're like, hey, as a little kid, I was like into good stuff. Well, that, you know, that song like March to the Beat of a Different Drum. The Different Strokes theme song? No, no, it's, <laughs> a, it's another one of her songs. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. A, it's a, it's a, it's a slower song, right? Yeah, but like everything she does is just so epic. Did you not know? Did you just get back into her after the documentary, or you always liked yeah. it and you just never? Listened I always to it? liked it. I never listened to it. And then now you are. Yeah, I just never searched for some reason. So in the mornings, your dad will listen to WGN News. Were you like miserable in the car? Oh, it was the way home. It was like, yeah, I don't know. It's, you don't, you don't want to hear the soybean report yeah. when you're a kid? <laughs> so here's what's funny about that. Here, and, and this is when you know you're getting older. When I was a kid, the first thing you do when you get in the car is like, can we listen to music? And yeah. sometimes your dad, my dad will let us, sometimes he wouldn't. But he would be, it would be, it would be news the whole time. Ugh, so boring. But I'm now, so just like, what is this? But now when I'm alone in the car, like I, honest to God, like, yeah. I always go to W, WGN or W, whatever. I listen to talk it. radio. You know, it's crazy. Talk radio like, too. Like maybe when my mom turned like 50 or like 60, like around there. She just stopped turning on the radio. So if you go she just anywhere, wanted silence. Oh, silence. That's the yeah, worst. I do remember like having mixtapes, playing them in the car, and my mom just being like, I, I, I got to turn this off. Like I can't listen to this stuff. Yeah, my parents like, let me do it. I guess they, I'm doing something right if my mom doesn't <laughs> like my music. I just remember my mom would let me put it, play the radio, but my dad would we listen to the news because he had to hear the like the traffic on the nines or whatever <laughs> oh, or the weather sure, yeah. or the top news on I WGN always just remember being like they're doing they're doing a soybean farm report like who that guy just shit? retired Orion Samuelson 
Or, he used to talk like this. And well, you know, soybean sales are well, down. Well, I did WGN. I, I guess hosted yeah. a bunch of. Well, Marty, you did it a couple yeah. times with me. I always was like, "Where's Oreo?" Yeah, he, he, they're like, "He still works here." I'm like, "Are you there. kidding me?" But he he doesn't have to. Come. He calls it in. Yeah, you he calls it in. You know, the best was the rest of the story. And, oh, Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey. You'll know yeah. the rest of the story. I used to love that. Yeah, and he would be like telling his little fables. It's so funny. And then now and when that man was Eisenhower. And that man, yeah, was, <laughs> yeah, Ronald, a young Ronald Reagan. And now you know the rest of the story. But you knew halfway through, like, who he was talking about. I was like, what the fuck? Like, we know, why, why are you trying to fucking. I just think it's but, so but cool. Think about though. that. He got a job doing that. Yeah. Like, forever. Think of all the ones he, like, phoned in. I'm just like, um, there was a little boy, uh, that little boy with Steve Martin. Well, I did the, I did, so going back to the Warren thing, I did, uh, I guess so, so we had to feed it to him. He, he, this is before COVID, so he didn't even come to the studio. He's coming from a long place, and you know, you're, when you're switching over as a as a terre- terrestrial DJ, you have to like talk back and forth with the yeah. guy. Oh yeah, and yeah. like I tried to do a you're joke, and off. he just didn't. <laughs> he was just like soybean. Anyway, like, let's talk about the prices of corn. Yeah, he did not. I remember it was me and yeah. I think, uh, one another DJ, and we're like, he's like, yeah, don't joke with him. He doesn't. He doesn't get it. Like, you know, usually you're like, oh, whatever's in the news. You're like, oh, crazy capital war going on. But no, he wouldn't do it. <laughs> but um, so your mom, was there, are there any other stuff in the car that you listened to besides Lindsay Ronset that where you'd be like, now you're like, ah, I still like that. Well, you know, like they would always play the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. Yeah. And like Did you ever get into the Beatles? Not too much, you yeah. know, a little bit. Nothing what crazy. are the classics that you did listen to? Because you don't have, other than her, you don't have, I mean, yeah, well, we're getting people, into the last one, but yeah. This is like, yeah, I would say this is like the classic song of the mix. Most people put like one kind of older song. Yeah, but what, what, this is that, but were there anything else that you listened to that was more like mainstream or were you in high school, you were just like. These are all kind of older songs. Yeah, like I was like listening to Paul Bob, would date Bobby all these Darren songs. for a while. Who were you listening to? Bobby Darren. I don't worry, be happy, man. No, no, no Bobby not Darren. Ba- <laughs> Beyond the Sea. Marty. Wait, you're right. You're the Bobby McFerrin. Bobby McFerrin. Bobby Darren. Bobby Darren was like a little Sinatra guy, right? I went out with a girl recently that her favorite band was Frankie Valley. That's weird. And she's like an adult. Like That's she's weird. in her thirties. She really goes and to Vegas like, and sees him and stuff. Does she? Yeah, but he's like, uh, if you and you play these tapes, like he still hits those high notes. But I'm like, what? It's crazy. He has. It's him. who's like 90 years old, yeah. and then like four young, young guys who are all the four. This whatever. is my grandson, David. You know, they said when Sinatra got older, he dropped a whole octave. Yeah. And people yeah, were just like, it. it wasn't great, but they had to see him, especially like his last couple times around. Yeah. So it's like, he this talks could about be it. it. He would forget words to songs. Yeah. No, yeah. He, they put him out for yeah. him, but he was, he knew yeah. him. Tom well, Dreesen talks about him. You know what he was known for? Part. He was known for pronunciation. Like he never missed like a word. Like he said every syllable of the word and everything. I yeah. thought there was Clarity. someone saw him and he was like going away from the microphone. Well, and the I, songs that's were older like, Sinatra. That's not like. No, no. <laughs> Did you yeah, like older. Sinatra? Did you, did you listen to Sinatra? Yeah, I never got classics, into it. You know, yeah. like, my parents, the only older stuff my parents listened to were like the Commodores and like. 70s stuff see my like dad and Kenny mom Rogers. huge on music like they had albums and stuff but they were never like music people that's probably why you listen to like yeah uh, I don't think my dad owned punk. one CD or tape and my yeah. mom would just go to like Walgreens and be like oh the Titanic soundtrack I'll buy that my mom was loved Neil Diamond loved Kenny Rogers loved the Commodores and Lionel Richie my dad liked little disco stuff my mom liked Celine 
100. My my dad likes Celine later too. And my dad, he liked different bands, but nothing like crazy. Like nothing was like his like band or anything. You know? I think that if you don't have that musical, if your parents don't have it, or you don't have an older brother or sister to provide you with, you're you're it's a free fall. Yeah. And that's why you guys fall into this black. You know fat, what he does uh, like Jesus to do is he likes to like. Uh, <laughs> Paul's being passive aggressive. No, I'm not. I'm, I, and, and that's good. I mean, it's good that you have that. But I had an older brother who like steering me in the right direction with good music, and and I and I and I love. Is punk this your too. new character on the show? No, I love punk. I'm just saying it's interesting to see, like, when you have no one to like babysit you, you find <laughs> your own music. I'm very high, but you're being very condescending. That's not condescending. Right I'm being like, real. No, it's okay if you like. It's total, creative. Total it means garbage. that you're. <laughs> Whatever, man. No, I, I like. These, these are good also. bands. These are interesting like, bands. My dad likes to find bands because of bands. So like he'll like I like Clapton, and then he'll get into like JJ Kale and like. Shit oh like that, yeah, you know? that's cool. No, I, I, and just to be fair, I don't know. You're just. I'll, I'll, I'm not making fun of those bands. I'm okay. saying it's interesting to have, you know, go into. I, I picture. Uh, Tristan at a Burger King with like six cigarettes. Yeah, listening to Black. What was your sick bad religion? Camel wides. Camel wides. Yeah. Okay. Camel wides. Uh. With it, like a, I feel like a like a like a soft pack. Did you have the camel cash? Did you get all the okay. gear? So my dad collected the camel cash and the Marlboro Miles. Yeah. And I actually have some decent stuff. Like I had this leather backpack. You see my leather backpack? <laughs> That's Marlboro Miles. Yeah. I love kids who just can remember. Like our buddy Mike from Virtual Pros who did the podcast. Yeah. Um, he talks about how like he was just furnished and like lavished in like Marlboro Miles stuff. I remember one year my uncle gave me a bunch of cool shit for Christmas, like K O O L. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was my dad's brand. Cool. Yeah. I used to have a cool T-shirt from the yeah, thrift store. Yeah. I had, had a like hat with rings. a big K on it. Yeah. Green, I remember the green. Green. Yeah, yeah. baby. I, I I wasn't a big smoker, but I I was smoking in late high school or early college. But I would like, I was so eager to get the miles. And the best thing I ever got was like a like those chair, the foldable chairs. Oh, those are cool. Those they, yeah. I have a wool blanket. Yeah. Is that shit all like crazy expensive on eBay now? Uh, I don't Probably. know. I mean, I, I tried I to find so. it. Well, they're right. like crazy just trying to like move merch. Like you get yeah. a pool table from Camel, you know? Yeah. But I mean, you'd have to, I remember going to the bars. Did they do coffins? And, like, did they do coffins like floors. Kiss? You know, Kiss did the coffins. <laughs> yeah. Like it would be cool if like, you got, I got like a million miles. I'm going to get a, like a Marlboro. Did you collect them? <laughs> would you like, were you the, were, like, I remember like grabbing them from, from containers or other people's cigarettes and be like, oh, let me have your miles. You're not collecting them. Like, did you oh, do yeah. that? I could picture you doing that. All right, we're going to close it out with a very strong uh, song. Best song on the mix. T-Rex with Metal Guru. Let's play a little bit and then wrap this bad boy up. To me, this is like an end of a movie song. I'm sure it's been the end of a movie, but it just feels like an end of the movie energy here. But that's Mark Bolin. Everything is epic. T-Rex is one of those underrated bands, in my oh, opinion. Yeah. But they're always name-dropped by the, the yeah. good people. By music music insiders yeah. or other music. They're other musicians, musicians. musicians' favorites. Yeah. But, but it's like you were saying with like the Jesus Lizard, how like you said they don't really have a hook. But like like T-Rex is like, oh. It's the opposite. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was yeah. just going to say, what are you talking about? They're, they have like... It's like somebody told, like when they're like, how do you make a music where there are hooks? And they're like, here, we have a hook in the beginning, and then we're going to put a hook <laughs> in the middle and just, just create it and then just sing over it, Mark. Or, or yeah. So. But yeah, I, I love T-Rex. Later in life, I got into them. How did you get into them? 
Uh, I dated a girl that, that like introduced yeah. yeah. And then she knew what to. That's another thing. Like you don't want to start with like bang a gong because it's not. Yeah. Really, you know? I feel like that's yeah. the song though because that's like what they played on XRT and that was like it's a okay, great song, but it's not. Consi- I think there's way better songs. But what's so. crazy is Mark Bolin. He died. I think he was like thirty. He died like really young. Yeah, and they have a huge cachet of music. He's got so much music out there. They say without T Rex, it wouldn't be David Bowie. What do you say to that? Let's say With they the were glam? contemporary. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's uh, it was cool. It's one of those two. You see them performing live, and you're like, "That's like a show. That yeah, like is like is just a like real big. show." That I felt like you don't get. Those he had a big catalog. Shows. Yeah, I mean, and there's so many great. It's one of those bands that, like, if I if I were uh, back in the day where I was in bands and we'd like to try to find random covers to make them our own, like T Rex would be the catalog to go so, to. So, so as a guitarist. Would you consider him to be like a really good guitarist? I think he's good in the sense that he's original and he's doing a lot of cool shit. Um, but in terms of like technical difficult, like there's so many different sure. gu- types of good guitarists. I think there's like the Van Halen type who are just like fast fingers, whatever. There's a lot of uh, heavy metal guitarists who are amazing. But like to me, I think creative guitarists are one, and he he would fall in that category. Right. There's a lot of people that can come up with great riffs, like. And that are also fast, like Mark Knopfler of Dire Straits is considered one of the greatest guitarists in my mind. So in a lot of people's minds, yeah. but I don't know. It's all, it's all this. It's so subjective. Like, I don't know. Who's your, who are I your just remember favorite? they got name dropped in the um, Def Leppard song, uh, Rocket. Uh, T-Rex. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I'm supposed to know these guys, I guess. Who are, who like, do you guys as non-guitarists? That that's kind of sending out. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. That but was, it's earned. But that, it's earned. That, that you earn that one. You earn that one. That one is. Uh, what as are your non, favorite guitars? As non musicians, as non musicians, you I know mean, nothing about guitar. What do you? What I, are your favorite I just, guitars? I like it when it feels like it's like, and I've said this on the podcast. When the guitar feels like a part of them, like it's a part of their body. Like you ever watch Prince play guitar? Yeah. Or like Jimi Hendrix? Yeah. It's just like the way they move. It just feels like it's part of them. You're going by visual. Or like David Lee Roth? No, 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 no. No, I'm Eddie Van Halen. Not David Lee Roth. <laughs> no, I mean like Prince, uh, Eddie Van Halen, Jimi Hendrix. Like the guitar. You know what I'm saying? How the guitar just well, feels. Prince is Prince and Jimmy. Uh, well, Prince and Jimmy are are one of those rare breeds where you have the technical savvy. Yeah. Prince and, is such a good guitarist. Like, who's the best? Who's the best guitarist? Who's like a fucking nerd and is like just boring to look at? Probably Eddie Van Halen. No, no. he's cool. He's cool to watch. But, oh, boring to watch. Yeah. Like, who's like? Oh no, he's like the greatest guitarist, but he looks like Pat Oswalt. You know what I mean? Is there <laughs> oh. anybody like that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, there's a Trey Anastasio from Fish how, is a great guitarist. He's yeah. kind of boring looking. Yeah, he I guess. Looks, um, I, I, there's so many good guitarists out there. Yeah. Eddie, Eric like Clapton. Slash, I think Slash gets points for just being Slash. Slash isn't even that like good a guitarist. I feel like when Slash plays, though, like he just seems like he's really in control of that. Yeah, yeah. that's like, what I mean. Yeah. You know? who, are, I who, are, who are your favorite guitarists, Tristan? I don't know. I like Slash. You know, yeah. like I said, I like Dwayne Dennison a lot. You know, um, the Dwayne Allman was a great guitarist too. Okay, I mean, he's considered one of the greatest. Uh, I also so many. love when guys play. This. Do you count the slide guitar as like a guitar? Steel pedal slide. Yeah, those yeah. are. I love slide guitars. If you watch one of my some favorite. old country, you'll see dudes who look like they're like a racist sheriff of a town, but instead he's playing a slide guitar, and you're like, cool. But you know, the, like, was it? What's that guy's name? The the guitarist that sold his soul at like the fork something John. Robin. Robin. Oh, Robin. Robin. Uh, Robin. Uh, Rob. Like, uh, you watch Rob the, the stories and stuff, and they're like, and then he sold his soul at the crossroads. Yeah. And they you show him playing guitar, and it's like I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Those are those. Did are you the, ever see the? There's a wheel. Um, 
a sketch on Saturday Night Live where Garth Brooks was the host. It was when <laughs> Garth Brooks was the host and Chris Gaines was the musical guest, I oh believe. Oh, my God. Um, and there's a famous sketch with uh, he's trying to play a song and his girlfriend's like, what are you doing home from work? And he's like, I got fired, but I'm going to be a musician. And she's like, it's never going to happen. And she leaves. And he's like, all right, let me try a song here. And he's like, nah, nothing's working. He's like, I'd sell my soul to the devil for a hit song. And then Will Ferrell comes on as the devil. And he's like, I'll teach you a song if you give me your soul. And he's like, all right, let's do it. And he's like, what do you have in mind? And he's like, uh, what about this? And he's like, ooh, you're my lunchtime girl. Let's go on lunch dates <laughs> together. You're my lunchtime girl. And he's like, I don't think that sounds good. And he's like, yeah, I know, I know. Just give me a second. It's like one of the greatest sketches. It's amazing. I think all those blues artists um, – from before are you know there's so they've they've got so much like creativity That's wise feeling, guitar right? wise yeah but i mean those are scales like they're just blue scales but um yeah i mean t-rex is is a great guitarist i think his creativity is is huge in the sense of what makes him great i don't know how technically quick he is or whatever so like you think Rob, so robert johnson wasn't as good as everyone said that'd be very funny if you like actually hear tape and he's just like and you're like you sold your soul to the devil for, for his time sure no i mean i mean all without that without his style of music or bb king or uh albert albert um brooks albert brooks that's the, the wrong guy yeah so, great um, movie maker <laughs> so my dad when he was in the army he was in germany and they had like a club that they would play like, like it was like a country club and so he had this guys in his barracks that were really into country, and they were going to go to the show, and then they got in trouble, and they couldn't go. So my dad just went by himself, and he had a really good time. And then he came back, and they were asking him. He's like, it was amazing. They were so good. Oh, nice. You know, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, well, who was it? Do you remember the name? <laughs> and he had a flyer, and it was fucking Dolly Parton. Oh, no shit. way. That's crazy. He didn't know. He didn't live in the country. Yeah, this That's blonde lady. Crazy. I think she's got a big... That was like my dad used to know nothing about sports, and he'd watch Monday Night Football. I'm like, it'd be like Joe Montana's like eighth season. He'd be like, this kid's pretty good. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Joe Montana's pretty good, huh? You got quite an eye for talent. Dolly Parton. It's like, I thought you were going to say Scorpions. Because it's in Germany. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Tristan, thank you so much for the mix. This oh, was one you. of the best. I'm going to say yeah. it. One of the best, Paul. Uh, I knew you'd like it more than I did. I definitely like the second half, but the first half. And I like Ween, but Black Flag, Jesus Loser, not what myself. A, what, a crew, what a different, like five completely different yeah. like artists. All over the place. like Much like Tristan, so, yeah. if you don't know it's him It's somewhat controlled. Yes, abs- I think there's a theme, I feel, going throughout it. And What's well, the I didn't want to do like love songs, so I did stuff that kind of moved me, like a band or a song, you know, that like really yeah. hit me. Yeah, this is this well, is and what two, I, I don't think you did a, a lot of like super number one smash hits from anybody where it's like, hey, I have like a prayer, and yeah. I have, you know, per- like, I mean, those songs are all great, but it is interesting when someone comes on and you get not only artists that you don't hear all the Deep time, cuts. but deeper cuts by those artists. So we appreciate that. Yeah, that definitely good. I mean, uh, it made me go back to listen to T-Rex too. So I, I, I'm definitely happy about that. And I, and I hadn't heard that song. So I was excited about that. Tristan, where can uh, people find you or find out about stuff you're doing? Hmm, find us on Instagram, right? Oh yeah. Marty, uh, that's right. We have a show together called, that's uh, right. That's right. Oh, make, I forgot. make us a candy list. No, it's <laughs> the sweet opinions. Uh, it's candy. Uh, it's a candy version of this. Another, show. another of Paul's empire. Yes. Paul's putting together his empire. Everything I like is all, I'm like, oh, let's make a show out of it. Did um, you, when you get your haircut, did you do a, 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 like a haircut show? Top five heart. Top yeah. five, I like lists and I like competition. Those are the things I do. But uh, yeah, no, uh, that's a great one. Where's your, and you're also, you're on uh, Facebook too. Yes. Check it out. And you'll be on a stage soon too. Yes. 
That is really weird, though, how people still plug Facebook on shows. And it's like, would you just like friend somebody on Facebook and be like, I heard you on that podcast. It feels weird. Well, it's funny because uh, people, I did show uh, recently where it's like older crowd and I'm like, oh, follow me on Instagram. They're like, I don't do Instagram. I'm like, well, what do you do? They're like, ah, I do the Facebook. I'm like, okay. Do well, the they're Facebook. old. Facebook. <laughs> yeah. But they, a lot of people don't do Instagram and uh, or, or they go straight from Facebook to TikTok. That's an interesting Can I just get role. your phone number? I'm more of an old school guy. <laughs> I'd like to just take you out for a cup of coffee. Can we just go get McDonald's breakfast on a Wednesday? Well... We've reached the end. If you agree or disagree, message us. Paul Marty makes at gmail.com. If you've got a list of, uh, of five songs you think could be more diverse than Tristan's, yeah. let us know. Tell us you disagree with uh, my guitar picks or if you've got top five guitarists. Maybe we should do a guitar list. Hey, you never guitarists. know. I'm going to close this out with a song for uh, Paul here. Who we? Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> That's been the show. Tristan, thank you so much. Thank you. Paul, thank you so much for thank being you. a little... A little condescending in here, but you know what? <laughs> I'm going to let it slide. This has been uh, another wonderful episode of Make Us a Mixtape. We'll be back next time. Different Keep on strokes dreaming. different folks, folks.